at the center of it all. It's you that I see. It's you that I see. There is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. As you lift a voice in praise, it's you that I see. It's you that I see. At the center of it all, it's you that I see, it's you that I see. At the center of it all, it's you that I see, it's you that I see. There is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. As you leave a voice in praise, it's you that I see. It's you that I see. There is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. As we lift our voice in praise, it's you that I see. It's you that I see. Higher than the highest, you are good. We are than the bravest, Lord. Bigger than the biggest, you are stronger, stronger than the strongest. You are higher, higher than the highest. You are greater than the bravest. You are bigger, bigger than the biggest. You are stronger, stronger than the strongest. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, dear friends. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakundenjingum, an ambassador of Christ Jesus. God bless you. You are welcome. It's Sunday and it's Thanksgiving service. But before we dive into today's message, let's welcome Abba Father. Let's welcome Yahweh, 
Let's welcome the Holy Spirit, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle, the creator of the universe, the great I am that I am, the mountain mover, the way maker, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the lion and the lamb, the God who is slow to anger. Oh, Father, we worship your holy name. We adore you. We bless your name. We love you, Father. Father, I love you. Thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to come into your presence, to worship you, to thank you, to share your word. Father, speak through me. Bless your children through me. Less of me, more of you. Take over this service, Holy Spirit. Let me disappear so you can appear, Father. When you are done, take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Welcome you all. God bless you all. How are you all doing? You are blessed. We thank Master Jesus for life. We bless his holy name. Father, we thank you. You reign forever. You reign forever. Let's worship him. Let's worship his holy name. He reigns forever. Come on, what's going on? Mm. You guys know I'm the, <laughs> the, the technician, the DJ, the preacher, the coordinator, the everything, right? So just bear with me. I'm just trying to sort out. Let me put a good song of praise. Let's praise him. Yes. Lion of Judah, my trust is in you. My trust is in you. I am that I am. My trust is in you. Lily of the valley, my trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. See my way, I put them all in you. Hey, yeah, yeah, my trust is in you. I put them all. My trust, my trust is in you. You see, can do. My trust is in you. Oh, be, he be, Baba, me, My trust is in you. My trust is in you. Ahum, 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 
My trust is in you. 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 I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. My trust is in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you, oh my God, in you, mighty God. My trust is in you. Hallelujah. We put all our trust, our trust, our hope in him, and he never, never fails. Above for the Oh, see you.
cabio, cabio, oh si. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Matthew thirteen twelve. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given to them. Do you now know why you have little understanding of the Bible or even about God? Because you don't spend more time with him. This Bible verse makes it clear. It is clear. He said, those who listen to his word, when last did you study your Bible? When last did you meditate? When last did you spend time with God? When last did you hear from him? When you do other things, your mind is occupied with those things. It pushes God aside and away. But when you make effort to study the word, to meditate, to pray, to spend time with him. He reveals himself to you and he gives you knowledge of himself and his word. Remember, knowledge is power. The more you read, the more you study the word, the more understanding he will give you. Have you wondered why some people say, oh, I used to know a lot of Bible scriptures. I used to know a whole lot of Bible stories, but I've forgotten them. That's because you don't study anymore. That's because you don't read the Bible. Yes. Take a look at yourself. Reflect. You'll see that those days that you used to know those Bible stories were because you spent time in God's presence, because you studied the Word, or probably you attended Bible studies where somebody had to explain to you, which is also okay. You don't need to know all the Bible verses. You don't need to cram the Bible. But make effort to know him. Myself, I don't know many Bible scriptures that I can stand here and I quote probably 20, 50. No. Maybe if he asked me to quote 15 correctly, like I will not even. But then at least you are able to, to have knowledge, to know. There are times I know some Bible stories. I don't know exactly where it is. Probably because I've read it. A while ago, I've listened to it, and then God will start teaching me, and he will start giving me understanding. Before you know, I'll go to my Bible and say, oh, okay, yes, it's true, it's in the book of Matthew, it's in the book of John. God, only, God doesn't expect you to cram the whole Bible. That doesn't bring anything. Cramming the whole Bible, knowing it, and just labying, like my kids will say that you are just labying, just saying you know, just like you are, you are memor- you just memorize it and you just say a verse like a, a, a child who is going for memory verse or what they call it without even having an understanding. It doesn't make sense. It's better you know five, ten, a handful of them that you know the meaning. You can even use them to fight the enemy other than knowing a hundred without even having an understanding of them. And if you don't know, that's why somebody can even quote it wrongly to you. Because you don't study. You might be like, no, 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 what you're saying is not right. I, I might not really quote it rightly, but I know that's not the way I read it in the Bible. And you go into an argument. Before you know, you search and you are proving the person wrong. No. What you are saying is wrong. That's not how it is in the Bible. Do you know that some people, they can quote Bible verses here. Self-made verses. They are not in the Bible. Let me drink water, please. 
And some people will quote some book. They'll be like, wow. But those verses they're quoting, it's not even in the Bible. <laughs> I've met people. Yes. They will tell, oh, in the book of Matthew eleven thirty seven, God said he will fight for me and put my enemy to shame. And that anyone who tries to find me, oh, God is going to expose them. My dear friend, turn to your Bible. Look for that verse. You will not find it. Yes. There are people that want to impress people. But who should we impress? God, not man. Some time ago, we were praying. Something happened. Somebody said, let's pray. We were praying. She was like, ah, after praying, I think after praying or so, was it before praying? She said, oh, I don't even know how to pray. I was like, no, this is wrong. You should have confidence and faith and belief in your prayers. That God hears you, he listen, and he will answer you. When you yourself, you don't have faith. How do you expect the angels to, to transmit the message now? They'll be like, ah, this one doesn't even believe in their, in their prayers. So even if you walk, they'll not even know because they just prayed. I think they just wanted to pray because, okay, they just felt like, okay, let's just pray. So it won't even come to pass. But he said those who listen to his teaching, more understanding will be given to them. If you go to Bible studies or you listen to me, I come here and I, I break a scripture. You, you're always listening to the messages. At least you pick something. You put on your Bible, download the Bible app. You're playing it while you're going about your house choice. The Bible, the audio is reading and it's just, you know, you'll be picking something from there. Before you hear it two, three times, you'll be like, yeah, oh, last time I heard it. Oh, this is the understanding I had. Oh, yes. A while ago, I studied... Uh, <clears throat> the uh, um, prodigal son and before you know it I went to work on that day while I was at work I went to use the restroom I think I went to carry water or so right I think I had to mop off the floor I was at work I remember I had I think a mop and a rack with me so I went to the restroom to get water and uh Before you know it, God started teaching me about the prodigal son. I read it. So when God was teaching me, I was like, wow, really? Yes. Because I read the book and I just read it that way. I had a different understanding. And you know what God told me? He said the prodigal son, he called him a rebellious son. And immediately he started giving me download and understanding of what the prodigal son who he represent, what he meant to be a prodigal son. He even quoted an example like back home where I'm coming from, there are some kids who are stubborn who don't even want to go to school. Right? You find these kids climbing all mangoes, trees, people's fruits. Because in Africa, it's not like here yeah, we have fruits in the compound. Yeah, from time to time, some people have it in their, in, their, in their compounds, right? But in Africa, it's common. You have a mango tree behind somebody's house, an apple tree, a pear tree, Purple, your purple papaya, right? Avocados, we call it pear back home. You have it, you have guavas, you have trees. And you see this, this not prodigal on the Bible state prodigal on the rebellious child, a boy who rebel, he doesn't want to go to school, it's a rebel, terrorizes kids around. While people are at school, he's going behind people's houses, Plucking, harvesting their fruits, and they will chase him. People will tell their children, they don't want to see you with this child, it's a bad child. That's the example God gave me. 
Because I was taught in that Bible uh, passage. There's a book of Luke. So I was like, wow. He said a prodigal son is a rebellious child. And that each time we sin, we are rebelling against him. I was just screaming in the bathroom. I said, oh my God, that's how God looks at us. Each time we rebel, we sin, we rebel. Because he has told us, don't do this. Don't commit adultery. Don't commit fornication. Don't steal. Don't tell lies. Each time you do it, God looks at you as a rebellious child. I was like, wow. God, let me take you there. Wow. God is, I mean, God is, God is He's amazing. I never planned of talking of the prodigal son. But here am I. Oh my goodness. Wow. The parable of the lost son. Let me see. Yeah. So let me read. The, the prodigal son. This Bible quotes it as um, terms it as the parable of the lost son. Luke 15 verses 11 to, let's read and see how far we can go. To illustrate the point for that Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And they have wasted, and there he wasted all his money in wild living. God even told me what this wild living means when you go into the world. Just a minute, these kids are disturbing with this thing. What are they knocking there? Just playing with the hammer there and disturbing me. I could hear it here. Sorry. You have been faithful. Oh, yes, he is a faithful father. So a few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money in wild living. About the time his money ran out, a great famine, famine swept over the land and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pond he was feeding, the pigs looked so good to him, but no one gave him anything. Oh, God told me that. What he had from here was just shelter. They didn't give him food. God taught me this. That's because I studied it. And the next day, he was just teaching me. I was at work. 
I got into the restroom. I think I wanted to mop somewhere. Probably there was water or we're doing general cleaning at work. So I went to fetch water in the restroom. I had a bucket, a cleaning bucket at the mop with me. I remember vividly. I closed the door behind me. I stood there for some minute. And then he said, the prodigal son is a rebellious child. He quoted, he quoted me this example that I just said about a, a child back home terrorizing the neighborhood who is stubborn, doesn't want to go to school, and parents don't even want their child to associate themselves with him. He told me that this prodigal son was just giving shelter. He persuaded this local farmer to hire him. The man didn't have money to pay him. To the man, there was not even any need to hire him. But out of pity, this man took, it, took him in, gave him shelter. They didn't give him food. That's why the food that was meant for pigs looked so good to him. But no one gave him anything. The young man became so hungry that even the ponds he was feeding the pigs looked so good to him. Looked good to him. But no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his, to his senses, he said to himself, At home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare. And here am I, dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a higher servant. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servant, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet and keep the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast for this one of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. Amen, amen. Oh, we are all, we have all been prodigal son at one point in time or another. There are people who are now prodigal son. Father is there waiting with his arms wide open for you to come back to your senses and like, what am I doing? He said, this wild life the guy was living, that he went into the, into the city. What was this one saying? There's another version that he went into the, the city or the towns. Let me see. I want my own share. Wait. A few days later, this young man packed things. There he wasted all his money in while living about time. Money got around. Da, 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 da. He went into the distant land. Amen. That is it. Let me underline it. He went into the distant land. Him going into this distant land was when you go into the world. You are deep into the world, doing things of the world, partying, fornicating, all night, nightclub. Yes, wasting money on women, drugs, alcohol. That's a wild life this guy was living. When money got finished, his friend, all oh, they ran away, they left him. To the extent that he had to beg a farmer. This is a child who probably was a prince or a princess coming from a rich home, but decide to be a vagabond, decide to be a pest, decide to, to trouble the father and say, give me your property. I don't wait. I will not wait until you die. Give me my own share. 
Let me go. You are rich. Let me go and make my life. I can't keep staying under you. I'm just been, I've been working for you. It's enough. I think I'm a man now. I need my own share of your property. Give me. Let me go. And the father gave him. And you know something you don't work for. You can, you can squander it easily. Because you don't know the value. You don't know how somebody, what they went through to make it. Imagine all the money the father gave him. He went into wildlife. Women, drinking, partying. You forget or he forgot that each cent or dime he spent, it doesn't come back. You are only giving out. There is no source of income. And when everything finishes, oh, when the going is good, you will have friends. They will hail you. They will call you all sorts of names. Oh, they will run errands for you. Before you say, Jack, they will be, oh, they have gone back and forth. Do things, clean up for you. They will even be the ones arranging women for you. They'll say, oh, bring this girl. The girl will come. They will even tell the girl, you know what? He has money. Let's strike a deal. You will go. You will tell him. I will tell him this. Go. I will persuade him to give you the money. But listen, we'll share it. 40, 60. You take 60. I take 40. Or 50, 50. Yes. Yes. Haven't you heard of things like that? His friends will set him up. And when the money finishes, he's like, oh, look at this useless man. You are the one who have been feeding them morning breakfast lunch dinner they feed from you they preserve theirs they save theirs and when the going is bad they run away god gave me this he taught me this because i made efforts to study i was reading the book and then he started teaching me this that's what the bible verse of today is telling us matthew 13 12 that to those who listen to his teaching, more knowledge will be given. To those who don't, the Germans will say, Pesh, you have yourself to blame. Even the little you have will be taken away from you. So create time to, to study the word. No one can receive anything unless God gave it to them. He's, he's the one who gives us knowledge, He's the one who gives us wisdom. Remember when the disciples, John's disciple, John the Baptist, his disciples, they went to him and they said, oh, master, the man you identify as the Messiah, we saw him baptizing people and people are going to him. John said, but I told you people that I'm not, I'm not the, the, the Messiah. I told you Paul clearly. And he said, no one can receive anything unless God gave it to them from heaven. So all those people going to him to baptize, it's God who has sent them to him. God has laid them in their heart for them to go to him. God has laid in their heart for them to go to him. So we can't go there and be fighting. Besides, I'm not a Messiah. I just came to pave way. So even the knowledge you have is God who will give you. But what does, it, what does that mean? Does it mean you just have to sit and say, God will give you knowledge? No. You have to study. You have to make effort. The little, God knows. He knows it's hard at times. The enemy is fighting. At times you don't even have the zeal to study. It's not you. At times you wish to, but you, you find yourself you can. You want to study the word, but you, you can. Like something is just holding you back. In your mind, like, let me read the Bible. What have I done today? I've just been on Facebook the whole day. I've just been on Twitter the whole day. I've just been on Instagram. I've just been watching, what's it called? Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, this thing that he makes that is so famous. TikTok, you've just been watching TikToks 
or, or watching movie, you haven't studied the Bible. Deep in you, something is like you have to. That's the enemy fighting you. But if you call on God, he said, call upon him. If you call on him, he said, Father, enough is enough. I need your help. Angels, come to my rescue. I need to study the word. They will come and they will help you. And God will help you understand. He will give you download. Yes. The Bible never runs out of fashion. The Bible never runs out of fashion. You might read a Bible verse today. You come back two weeks later. God will show you a, a different, he will give you a different understanding or he will reveal something else to you, something he did not reveal the first time. Don't get tired of studying the Bible. Even if you've read the whole Bible, I bet you there are a whole lot of things you've forgotten. Probably last year, you so, said, oh, I read the whole Bible last year. There's no need. No, there is need. When I was young, I keep asking my sister, but when would they finish this book? Every Sunday we'll go to church and they are reading. Now I understand better. Because I was like, what is it? Every Sunday we're going to church, they're still reading the same Bible. That book never gets finished. It's not like in secondary school where you use the syllabus or in the school. They say, oh, you read this book, or you're done with it, you're done. You just put it aside and you take the next one. No, no, no. It's not like that with the Bible. It's not like that with the Bible. So spend time. You will keep wondering why you can't quote a simple scripture, a Bible verse. Or you will keep wondering why you can't pray. That's because you don't make effort. You don't spend more time with God. Spend more time with him. He will reveal things to you. He will teach you himself. Okay? He will teach you. And I pray for you to, re to receive grace, to have understanding as you read. May you receive grace. May you receive knowledge, wisdom. As you study the word and you spend time with God, may he open your ears to hear him and hear him clearly. And only his voice will you hear in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. That spell is broken. Go and study the word. Go and study the word. If doubt wants to creep in and like, oh no, you can't study the word. You think you're free. Say, no, no, no. Ambassador prayed, I receive it and I am free. And the devil will flee from you. Oh yes, he will flee from you. Do you know why he doesn't even want you to have knowledge? Why he doesn't want you to study the word? Each time you want to read, you find yourself sleeping. Because knowledge is power. He knows if you read that secret in the Bible, in the words, that you will use to fight him. When he said this, Jesus used the word to defeat him. When he was being tempted in the wilderness. He twisted the words, the scripture, and Jesus told him, no, 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 no. That's not how it's stated. Yes. So he doesn't want you to have knowledge of it. But now you are free. Go and study the word. Spend time with your father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for knowledge. We thank you for grace. We thank you for the week that has come to an end. And we thank you for this new week. We commit it into your hands, O Yahweh, that may you be with us, may you guide us, lead us, protect us, direct us, order our step as we usher into these new weeks, that your blessings and your plan for us this week should not pass us by. In the mighty name of Jesus, reveal to us our assignments, O Lord, and help us to understand them and do them to a way that will please you and please you alone. And when we are done, we give you all the glory because we can't do anything without you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your grace and your mercy. 
Thank you for good health. Thank you for shelter. Thank you for food. Thank you for peace. Thank you for love. Thank you for the gift of family. Thank you for good health. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for my followers. I bless their holy name, Father. Bless their homes. Those who are searching for kids, bless their homes. All those who want to get married, give them their right partner and their homes and their marriages will be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. For those of you who need wisdom, teachers of the words, receive wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. I come against every curse, every negative declaration that has been spoken over your life. I send it back to the pit of hell where it's coming from. And I speak blessings upon your life. You are blessed. You are healed. You will prosper. You will be the head and not the tail. Where they say people go and they don't answer them. Before you get there, they will answer you. They will welcome you. So I will be waiting for you. Go. Go. You are blessed. Go and make your father proud. Win souls for him. Preach to somebody. Tell them about Christ. Make Jesus famous. It's all about Jesus. It's all about him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Your week is blessed. I love you all. The love of God. Until we meet again, go out, spread love, share love. You are blessed. Amen. Amen. Yes, I'm amazed. I'm amazed you came true for me. Oh, Biniqua. Oh, Biniqua. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. This kind of love. What did I do to sit at your right hand? What did I do to deserve this kind of love? God bless you all. Bye-bye.